Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where you're invited to walk with two unusual friends through the ups and downs of the art of friendship. My name is Stina Constantine. My name is Father Sean Burns, and together we explore what it takes to grow real, satisfying friendships, the joys and challenges we face along the way, and of course, becoming a good friend ourselves. We hope by sharing our learning and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Welcome back to yet another episode of Living Fullness. As always, we are super excited to have you guys here with us. Whether you're listening in through your earpiece, in your car or in your home, you are most welcome. Hello, Padre. Hi, Stina. How you going? Good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. That's the way. What you been up to? Well, I've, I've this week I've been writing assignments. Okay. Every Is that week. a fun thing or is that a oh it's it's a bit of both like it's 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 a beautiful thing in some ways because you're reading all this stuff and you're like wow this is awesome but then it's really hard because then you've got to put it in your own words you're like oh (laughs) man this is this is tough okay (laughs) look this guy's already said it better can i just open quotation marks at the beginning of my essay and close them at the end of my essay and then i realize no that's what i tell my students not to do so i shouldn't do that as a student myself yeah and it's just and it would sound like a very disjointed play if you did that anyway yeah that's <laughs> That's right. That's right. So it's um it's been a good week that has been very full, but it's been good. Mm-hmm. So how about yourself? Yeah, mine's been good too. My social calendar is filling up again. Nice. It's just been kind of fun. There was a bit of a period of time there where it was a bit dead. <laughs> sure, sure. But it's kind of nice. Yeah, just been hanging out with some different people, doing different things. That's so really cool. That's been fun. But uh, yeah, really good. Cool, cool. So this week, we are going to have a bit of a chat about spiritual counsel, direction and mentorship. We've mentioned spiritual direction a couple of times in our previous podcasts and we just thought, hmm, it's probably time that we actually expand upon what we mean by that and what spiritual direction looks like as opposed to mentorship and counsel. So to start with, I think unpacking what we mean when we when we say that you know this is the person that you might go to that you're essentially looking for some help in hearing the voice of God Mm. in being able to understand what's being said and and working out ways of being more open to understanding the voice of God so there's something different about that as opposed Mm. to someone who's actually doing the interpreting for you sure sure this isn't this isn't about that. This is more about just allowing God to really be God in your life and to respond to that personal invitation that he makes yeah. of us to enter into a relationship with him. And as you've said, it helps us to gain a sense of clarity in the the hearing and the understanding of the voice of God. The, the catechism of the Catholic Church, uh, it, uh, it makes this point that, that the Holy Spirit gives to certain of the faithful the gifts of wisdom, faith and discernment for the sake of the common good. And, uh, and so it's sort of making this point that a spiritual director ought to be wise and be faithful uh, and have the ability of helping one to discern how are they being called to direct their lives towards what is good, who ultimately is God alone. So to give some clarity in in, in that sense. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And they can also accompany us on this spiritual journey as well. Mm. You know, that's mm. one of the things that also comes out of it and as well as accountability 
to the spiritual practices that we uphold too. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. Mm. For sure. Mm. So I guess at this point it's really important to create a bit of a distinction between someone who's a, a spiritual director or a mentor or that you seek counsel from that's actually different to counseling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So this is not this is not a therapy session. We don't we don't use this space as as a therapy and receiving treatments. Mm. That's not what this is. Both bases in terms of a therapeutic space as well as a space of spiritual direction and mentorship they're both spaces where you're needing someone to listen to what's going on in your life but I think one of the distinctions is that therapy really focuses on a particular problem Mm. and finding a solution or ways of working through those problems particularly in relation to unhelpful behaviors and thought patterns sure whereas With spiritual direction, it's more about assisting someone to see their experience of God and to better understand and to better hear God in their lives Mm. and where God is calling you into at that time. Sure. So it's not your spiritual director's job to help you work through your mental health struggles. No. We really need to find somebody else to help there to supplement that journey. Right. I think supplement's a good good word because in in some ways uh, the spiritual director also has the, the task of sort of being a bit of a coach for the spiritual life, particularly in, in the sense of um, uh, battling certain vices or bad habits that might have come up. There are certain spiritual or human practices uh, which might actually be useful in combating those. And it's, it's, it's the spiritual director's purview to be able to advise in those areas whilst leaving any of the mental health or psychological elements that involve sort of healing in those from those sins, uh, leaving those to the professionals in, in that particular area. Yeah, absolutely. So um, there, there can sometimes be in that sense then a bit of a, a, a fine line where what happens in the context of therapy might be important for spiritual direction. So for instance, if you've been raised in a broken home or diagnosed with depression or bipolar or a bipolar disorder, uh, these these are important things to be able to inform your spiritual director or your mentor uh, so that they can bear these things in mind when they are offering advice. It's also helpful if you've got the self-knowledge to know if you have any spiritual tendencies like scrupulosity, that can sometimes be helpful as well to be able to advise uh, your spiritual director of that. I think it's also important to note that you can you can have conversation and dialogue with with that person about changing some of your spiritual practices that actually complement and aid your therapy plan, so that they're not sort of working against each other. Because that's the oh. last thing you need is is a therapy plan that's working against your spiritual practices or the other way around. So sure, sure. You can certainly certainly have that conversation with your spiritual director or mentor. But it's not appropriate to ask that person for their advice on therapy moving forward. Right. That right. kind of conversation and, and really that person really should be directing you back to your counsellor or to your therapist Absolutely. to have that conversation about therapeutic interventions, especially if you feel that your therapeutic interventions aren't working as well. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. So what about when it comes to, you know, figuring out whether whether you actually need a spiritual director or a mentor. Like, how do you know if, like, should I should I get one? Should I not? Like, how do I know? Yeah, yeah. I think perhaps the first question to ask is, well, what am I looking to get out of this? You know, and, and um, so knowing the purpose, 
like knowing why we want to go and seek out a spiritual direction, a, a, a director or a mentor. Uh, you know, major discernments such as my, you know, what's my call in life? What's what's God calling me to in terms of a, a big picture vocation? Uh, you know, discerning missionary life, like living in third world countries and, and 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 being at the service of others, or it might be during seasons of major life altering transitions. Uh, like uh, turbulence within families or marriages, terminal illnesses, uh, you know, sort of um, even you know, your own situation in terms mm. of uh, uh, visa things and struggles and, and uh, even um, sort of setting a foundation for, uh, for a deeper relationship with God. You know, I want to grow deeper in my relationship with God and perhaps that might be a motivation for... Uh, for going and, and seeking out spiritual direction, mm. how do you seek one out? Like, like, how do you? Who should you ask? Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, a good question, and I think that's a really good question to ask yourself to start with. You mm. know, who who should I ask? What kind of person should I be asking? And Saint John of the Cross actually makes um, a good point. He says that we ought to take care into whose hands a person trusts themselves. You know. And he says, for as the master is, so will the disciple be. One other thing he also says is that a spiritual director should also be experienced. Yeah. He, should be yeah. Exp- he or she should be experienced in the spiritual life. Because mm. uh, it's very difficult to lead someone somewhere that you yourself are not. So. Exactly. It's like the, the blind leading the severely visually impaired. Yeah. It's, sort of, yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. Not, not helpful. Yeah. So really look for someone who has more life experience than you and – you know, make sure they're actually a practicing Christian. Yeah. It's one thing to call yourself a Christian. It's another to actually live a life as a Christian. For so, sure. so look for someone who actually lives that out and someone who's trustworthy and perhaps also someone who you don't necessarily have a very close relationship with to begin mm. with. That can be helpful because that person will need to tell you quite frankly and quite bluntly some of the things that they might observe without mm. having a pre-existing bias that's that's helpful and those conversations can sometimes cause a bit of a, a tension yeah in the relationship so yeah, definitely it's helpful if you're you're not already invested in a different kind of relationship with that person to to be able to enter into a, mm. a mentorship or a, a direction kind of spiritual directive absolutely kind of relationship yeah and then ask the people around you that you trust you know is there someone that they might be able to recommend that you could spend some time with and get to know and see if they might be suitable, especially depending on what purpose it is that you're trying to seek direction for. Mm. Yeah, for sure. What if you get asked to be one? Right. Um, So if I can add a bit of a caveat uh, for Catholics, I'm a Catholic priest, so it makes sense for me to try and and just add one little caveat for Catholics uh, or a couple of little caveats for Catholics. Firstly, it's it's great to consult a priest or a religious. However, qualified lay people can also fulfil the role, and um, I, I would also say to to Catholics, be aware of any spiritual director who demands obedience from their directees. I think that can be quite unhelpful. You know, it's 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 good to be obedient. It's good to be obedient to your, your spiritual director, uh, but I, I think there needs to be room to be able to apply the advice that he gives in a way that is applicable to you. Uh, and and I think any spiritual director who sort of places somebody under obedience to do a particular thing, 
uh, sort of stifles that process a bit, which mm. can be quite unhelpful. So I would, um, I'd be uh, cautious of a spiritual director who demands uh, obedience from the directees. Also, um, as a general rule, avoid the newly ordained. Uh, so uh, when I was a, a, a seminarian, one of the things that Father Armstrong, who was my one of my teachers and mentors, one of the things that he said to me was, when you're newly ordained, in the confessional, you have to do three things. Shut up, shut up, and shut up. <laughs> you don't know anything, so don't talk to anybody about anything, right? Oh. Uh, and he was being, a, he was exaggerating a little bit, you know, but his point was, look, don't give advice because you don't know anything, you know. Uh, so be, be, be sensible in that, in that way. Well, I think it's, it's good to recognise new priests are just finding their feet and they're probably not the right people to go to for spiritual direction. I would say, ideally, a priest ordained for 10 years uh, is, is probably the right amount of, of years you'd be looking for. Certainly, certainly not under five, but 10 would be ideal. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly all the young priests listening are going, Oi! <laughs> I'm a young priest. I'm six years ordained. You know, this is... is uh, I'm saying to you, don't come to me. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> underselling, underselling. <Sorry. laughs> but I get the point. I get the yeah. point. There's yeah. a difference between going to someone who has little experience versus yeah. someone who has a lot, a little bit more life experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's talk perhaps a little bit about um, spiritual mentorship uh, as, as distinct from, say, spiritual direction in the Catholic sense. You know, what if you're asked to be a spiritual mentor to someone? Yeah, yeah, good question. I guess one of the first questions I'd ask is why? You know, mm. why, why me would be the question I would ask. Yeah, sure. Why have you come to me and, and what are you hoping to get out of it would be the other place that I would ask. And yeah that would give you a lot of information about where that person is at and what they see in you. And you can you can gauge a lot from that as to whether they've actually understood who you are, have they misunderstood mm. who you are, and mm. have they are they looking for something in you that you don't actually possess? Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. And for when sure. it comes to what they're hoping to get out of it, you know, can you actually give advice? Based on what they're what they're asking for, right. so it gives you a lot of information just by asking those two simple questions. Yeah, sure, sure. Yep, that's very wise. Also, I think taking it to prayer and uh, sort of giving it time to settle. If you're feeling rushed to sort of give an answer of of are you happy to be a mentor, well, that that's probably not a good sign in and of itself. It's it's good to take your time and to be able to come to a to a prayerful resolution about that question. Mm. Yeah, and making sure that you actually have the necessary traits that that person is looking for, you know, if you're sure. the right fit for them. And if you're not, to really, if you can, to try and work out if there are some other suggestions that you mm. can make. Yeah. Even if you can't make a, a name suggestion, but to perhaps suggest some other areas that they can go looking for someone who might be a bit more suitable, whether that be a particular age bracket or certain kinds of experience or um, certain groups that might even be a place for them to go looking for someone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And considering also whether 
you're able to safeguard vulnerable information with reverence, mm. you know, given that these are very personal experiences that somebody is sharing. And uh, this is where we sort of, we actually, we talk about, in the Catholic tradition, we talk about internal and external form, and we, and we treat it really seriously. So um, at the seminary where I, where I work, there's a spiritual director, and he deals, he's like a, a mentor, right? He deals only with the internal forum, and he is not at any of our formation meetings. Uh, he doesn't offer anything to the staff who work in what we call the external forum, which is what we see, what's manifest to us, and by that we make certain decisions. He doesn't talk to us about any of the stuff that he hears in spiritual direction because that is sacred information, you know, it's somebody's soul that, that's been yeah. born to him. And so he holds that with great reverence. Mm. You know, this is is um, the task of, of, of any mentor, particularly a spiritual mentor, is to take the, the things that have been said to them and to, to kind of hold them in a vault, yeah. you know, not, uh, not let them tumble out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing to consider is whether your current state in life actually permits you to take on someone yeah sure so an example could be you know if you're someone who's a a missionary leading a kind of life where you're frequently out of reach for extended periods of time then you might actually not be the right fit for this person Mm, or mm. or if you're a parent with a first-time child a newborn now may not be the time to commit to to someone else's journey and formation or if you yourself are going through a really turbulent spiritual time right now you know and things are quite shaky. Again, mm. now may not be the right time to take on. Even if you are the right fit, now may not may not be the right time to take yeah. on someone. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Finally, I, I probably considering whether your relationship is appropriate. Mm. Uh, so you know, it wouldn't be appropriate to mentor your boss. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it wouldn't be appropriate to mem- to mentor someone really close to you, like a friend. You know, you and I don't have a, a pastoral relationship. You know, yeah. it's it's uh, so to mentor people that you have a close personal relationship with, kind of vitiates the process, uh, in the sense that it could create tension in your life, or it could also allow in biases to come through and be the basis for which you give advice, and that's unhelpful. Mm. Mm, definitely. And it's important to, if you want to safeguard the relationship that you have with that person, mm. you know, to not allow something else that perhaps somebody else could feel. You know, you, you don't yeah. need to go to yeah. this person to be your mentor. You could Spot seek on. somebody else out. But, Spot on. you know, if you value the relationship that you already have with them, then perhaps the risk of adding another another layer of, of a different kind of relationship mm. just isn't isn't appropriate, yeah. isn't worth Yeah, worth for, sure. Mm. for sure, for yeah. sure. So there is an episode on spiritual direction and mentorship. Mm. Something a little different, but we thought it was important that we, <laughs> we yeah. work through what we, what we mean there. So uh, truth, beauty and goodness. Yes. As I said at the beginning, I've been working on, um, on assignments everywhere. And one of those... Assignments has been on Mary as the mother of God, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and so for me, uh, it's it's just been the opportunity to through my study to kind of grow in my appreciation for the glory of God in 
asking Mary to be so intimately involved in salvation. Mm. Like it's just it's 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 so beautiful that he wanted to free us by using human freedom. You know, yeah. it's just so epic. Yeah, yeah, and just grateful for her for her for mm. her motherhood. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so that's been me this week. Yeah. That's beautiful. What about you? Uh, for me this week, it's one of my friends with some of the turbulence that's going on in my life. She decided to be very thoughtful and gave me a little gift. Mm. And it was a, a necklace with a, a cross on it and a locket. Mm. Um, and then I got some oil, um, like smelly oil, therapeutic type of oil to go with it. And I opened it and I looked at the oil and it said balance on it. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm meant to like burn this stuff and the the scent's meant to be like, you know, good for, I don't know, maybe getting rid of headaches or something like just, you know, helping out with the stress levels type of thing. So I thought, oh, that's really, that's really thoughtful. And I looked at the necklace and I was like, oh, there's a cross on it. Like, yep, I really Mm. appreciate that. But I'm really confused by this locket. Like I don't, I meant to put a picture in it. Like I haven't had a locket since I was in primary school. So I was a bit confused and and the card just sort of said, um, this is to help with the current stuff that's going on. Sure. So I looked at it and looked at it and couldn't figure out what the connection was. So I just had to say to this friend, look, I'm really grateful and I really appreciate it. Am I meant to use the oil to like burn it like um, one of those oil burners? Like is that what this is for? Because I hadn't seen this brand before. And she just responded, yeah, yeah, you could do that. But actually, there's little felt circles in that bag and you just put them on the felt circles and put it in the locket and it acts like a diffuser. My mind was completely blown. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) So it's meant to be something you can wear with you to be able to help de-stress yourself wherever you go. That's really cool. That is so thoughtful. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So thoughtful. Oh, good job. Yeah. 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 Just someone who's able to appreciate the journey that I'm going through right now. That's really, really awesome. Something to to help in that. So really grateful. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode Mm. of Living Fullness. We hope that there has been something in this episode that you've found useful or helpful in some way. And if that is the case, please share it with someone. Perhaps it'll be useful and helpful for them too. If you'd like to follow us, jump over to our Facebook group, Living Fullness, on our Virtue Ministry page. Or you can also follow us on Instagram, Living Fullness. As always, we will catch you next week. And until then, know about love and press. God bless. God bless.